story. Welcome back to another episode of Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar, And I'm Karen. Today we're doing the new Apple TV show, Foundation. Starring the number one hottie of all time. The hottiest hottie. The hottiest motherfucking hottie. The hottiest. Lipache. I love that his shirt was off. You know they had to you give know? it. You know? Just, they had to. They had to give it for the ladies and the men. Yeah, it's like, hey, you're hot. We gotta show off the goods. But he's like... He's like a different kind of hot. Like he's not just he looks good. He's intimidating. It's the hot. voice. The voice is like most of it. Like the fact that he's got such a deep, like commanding voice. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so deep. You know? It tells you that he goes deep. You know? I feel like in a perfect world and <laughs> you're gonna disagree with this, he would have been like perfect casting for Christian Grey. You know? I think that that's too good. Like I don't think he would he would ever stoop that low. Yeah, no, I know. Like, but I'm saying, like, in a perfect world, you know, because you can imagine Wayne. Lee Pace being. I mm, see Bruce Wayne. I mean, I see. I that. think he's yeah. got that kind of a star quality, and it that. sucks because, like, serious. he hasn't he hasn't gotten that chance to like be at that level yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I think The Hobbit was probably like the biggest shit. Mm-hmm. Hobbit catch name. fire. Nobody <laughs> watched that shit, dude. I feel like it made a few waves for I like I feel a like second. Pushing Daisies was, was a big Yeah, that was him. his thing. So he's the lead, I guess. But he doesn't come out to like 20 minutes, 30 <laughs> I think minutes. He's the lead. I mean, he's the lead. He's, he's definitely like the name in the show. Yeah. He's like the most recognized. But I mean, are we going to. I guess what I don't know is we're going to follow him mostly. Right. But I mean, I don't know. He's 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 something. But so the the premise of the show, and I guess we could try to set it up, is basically there's like an empire, right? Yeah. Empire of like different planets. An or... intergalactic, no, a galactic empire. Right. And then one of the characters <laughs> goes to like the imp- what is what what is it like a planet Earth? What is it? I have no idea any of the name. All right. So here's the problem. Let me start <laughs> off. What did you think about this? Before we, we it was get very into dense. It. it was a very dense first episode. Right. A lot of a lot of work was done. There was a lot packed into the yeah. first episode. I mean, I appreciate it, and I think I was mostly able to follow along. But it's impossible to like get like an accurate synopsis because a lot happens, right? And a, a lot of information is thrown at you. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's super dense and not great ways all the time. We're like. You kind of just zone out sometimes. Yeah. And there's also, I think, a little bit of like zoning out even talking about it. <laughs> but like you zone out a little bit because it looks a little cheap sometimes. Like, mm, not, really? Like I actually are, think it looks are, good. Yeah. There are parts of it that look really good. But there are other parts like when they were setting up Homegirl like going to like the capsule, I was just like not interested in that at all. It wasn't until like... They put her ass to sleep and then like the spacey stuff starts to happen. But I just like, I don't know, parts of it don't really look that engaging. Like even the first part, I was like, I don't know what this is. So it starts off with like kids trying to plant a flag towards like this thing that distorts your brain or some shit. Right. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I wasn't I didn't think it was 
that compelling until they got to like the spacey stuff. Yeah. But I guess I was I was expecting like sci-fi. Like, I mean, this feels like hard sci-fi. Yeah, this is. Like for sure, a hard sci-fi. Like I, I don't even think that they're interested in like making it as palatable for some audiences. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of that. And like over explanation. Yeah. I think it's like too, like it's six, like too literal lists when it comes to like too. What's also, the word I'm looking for? Like uh, like faithful to the text. You know, like it's like oh, we really need to get all of this information yeah. out there. But like sometimes, uh, so like. We just saw Dune. Dune just came out. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I compare like the sci-fi. Like it is. Of them. It is interesting that we're we're in a time where they're just picking up every fucking sci-fi series. I mean, it's been for a while now. You know, like the last ten years for sure. That's been a, a trend. But I think Dune was such a big one for sci-fi that hadn't been done. I mean, it had been done a while ago, but it hadn't been done like a like it a modern movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, so what I wanted to say is Dune, watching Dune, it there were parts where it was like really dense, but I feel like it wasn't like it was in service of entertainment. Yeah, it wasn't like trying to over explain things. Like there were just some things that you just had to like catch up with as like an audience member. Yeah. Whereas in foundation There was action in Dune. Like there's mm. there's compelling pieces of like uh, you know, like story that make this engaging versus just like who the fuck is this character and why do we care? Like She's going, like, basically what the premise is, is, like, this girl from a planet where it's illegal to think about math and, like, the stars or Be whatever. A scholar. Right. She goes, she she wins, like, a sweepstakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wins the sweepstakes because she can solve, like, this she can uh, translate the Zodiac language equation. or whatever. Some motherfucker, some, like, Nostradamus type, like, the math, the Nostradamus of math is just, like, yeah, the world's going to end because i saw it in the math and this girl can like she's the missing piece and then he's just on trial he's on trial for basically being a heretic against the galactic empire Mm -hmm. and that's that's basically the story but it's so like it takes it takes its time really getting there and like it's not that compelling until kind of the end yeah when there's like an explosion kind of uh, suggesting that homeboy might be right yeah because he says that the Galactic Empire is going to fall. and like, But it's also like, it's funny because he's like, I predict that it's going to fall in a thousand years. And I feel like if you tell that shit today, no one would give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. we tell people that the planet is burning and dying in like 20 years. And people are like, yeah, that's a while from now, though. <laughs> you know, like a thousand yeah. years. Every single person here will be dead. Like, our grandchildren can figure it out. That's what people say now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like... The fact that it's a galactic empire that's supposed to show, like, that has been, that is in existence for 12,000 years. Yeah. It's like any, any negative thing to say about the empire is, like, treated, like, illegal. Yeah. So there's that. Like, sure, it's for a thousand years or 500 years, but, like, don't say anything bad about us because we're perfect (laughs) and you're welcome. I do, like, what do you think about, the current state of sci-fi because i feel like if there are scales or like a you know like uh sides this feels like the hardest sci-fi you can get Mm -hmm. like i feel like generally as a rule of thumb most sci-fi isn't this hard because it it like just a lot of people avoid it because of it Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's part of the reason why fantasy is more palatable 
sometimes. Yeah, it's like magic. Like yeah. you don't have to explain quadratic equations to the audience. Right. He's talking it's about just magic. What did he say? Like gradient mathematics? I don't know what the fuck he says. He says some <laughs> like some spy some spy. Some sci fi word math. Yeah. He's like only they can understand it. Yeah. It was a really dense first episode, but I still want to watch it. Yeah. You know, like I, I like want to know like I guess with sci-fi in general, there is, even with Dune, there's like, yeah, you just have to, like, it's a slog to get through the first bit, but then, like, you get through this, you know, like, with most things. Yeah. It's just a slog to, to like, get the system set up, get the world set up, because there's so many intricate little things that they have to explain to you. Right. Like, you have to acclimate to the world. Yeah. And I don't think that this one really does, like... I, like I, I think that the the most common thing for these for sci-fi like Star Wars set the tone for that, which is like text explaining where we are to like kind of mm-hmm. situate the audience. And this one didn't have any of that really. Yeah, it was just like you go in and then you're like, okay, I guess we'll keep we'll keep seeing. Like I think that there are things that I like about it. Like I kind I like the Emperor thing where he's like a clone of himself. Mm-hmm. It's like a generational clone. They're decanted or, at different what are they stages. called uh the like monarchy clones basically yeah. and so explain to the audience what decanting means in this sense well that was just the word they used to describe it but i think it just means that they were made no it's just specifically that they're they're three clones one is a kid one is like 30 40 year old and the last one's an old guy yeah they were and just they, like made at different stages very like at different ages ozymandias kind of like alexander types type figures right Mm -hmm. and i think lee pace is perfect casting like that casting was so good that i was like oh this is gonna be like a good show you know like just seeing him in this i'm like oh this is gonna be good yeah the fact that they put him in blue like to make his eyes pop you know like he's just so striking yeah that it just like yeah, of course. He is like and he's supposed to be like in in the three stages of like this He is the emperor. foundation of the show. Uh-huh. You're happy with yourself? Self? Self. Uh-huh. You <laughs> You're proud that. of yourself. Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> of the three emperors, he's the one at his prime. No, 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 right. And then the old guy is like aggressive and then the kid is too much of a kid to say anything yet. Mm-hmm. I, you sort of answer my question. What do you think of the state of sci-fi? I think it's an interesting time. I'm excited. I, I'm a sci-fi fan. I do think it's like when you were comparing it to fantasy. I think it's just harder to get through sci-fi, like hard sci-fi like this, because there's just so much system, like so many systems in place for it. But there's also a little bit of pretension. Yeah, it's like only serious people read stuff like this. Right. I, like, I think, think it's exciting. It's exciting to see this because it's entertaining and right. it's like imaginative and, you know, all of these possibilities. Like I think sci-fi like asks questions about humanity and like our place in the world when compared to like science and technology. Yeah. So I think it's asking really big philosophical questions. I don't know. Does that answer? Is that satisfactory for you? Is sci-fi good right now? <laughs> is what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, I see. Or is it bad? 
for sci-fi right now. My bad. <laughs> what do you think the state of sci-fi is? It's good is right now, going? I think. Well, what are the ones that are good? I think this one's pretty know, good. Because I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think Dune is, but there are no computers, so. Is it sci-fi? It's sci-fi. There's a Mandalorian. Yeah. There's Raised by Wolves. Wolves was sci-fi. Yeah, but that one was also dense. Yeah, it was dense. Very dense. I don't think that there's a lot right now. I don't think that success... I think that if we're using... If we were to use Star Wars as the litmus test for, like, popular sci-fi, I think that people are a little over it. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think that Dune seems like the shift towards, like... A good sci-fi, uh, you know, adaptation. I don't think that there's been any that have been as big or as like widely received as, as Star Wars for a while, and it seems like most people are over it. Like Mandalorian, for sure, seems like one of those, but it's part of the Star Wars. It franchise. is, and it's it's also like, like I think, or maybe what I'm saying is that like sci-fi and movies is starting to like and then go towards tv because i think that i mean but the, the, i guess dune goes against that but <laughs> i, I know. don't know it's still it's still a popular for genre sure, i just think that like for sure it ebbs and flows is what i'm trying to get yeah at. i think what we're seeing is more like intimate stories of sci-fi i mean like arrival is sci-fi that's like soft sci-fi though um, that's more of an alien movie though but it's sci-fi especially because it like asks but it's not you to though. think of like time in a different in a different like conceptualized time differently All right, hold up let's let's back up what is sci-fi like how would you describe that science fiction it, like i guess I, i'm thinking of blade it, runner like, blade runner 2049 right sci-fi but that one didn't do well yeah it like bombed that's what i'm saying like i don't know like i think sci-fi became like the action film absorbs sci-fi, mm. and I think that that's the most like Star Wars is sci-fi, but it's mostly an action film mm-hmm. for the most part, mm-hmm. like an action adventure film. And I think that that's why fantasies is kind of been on the like on the rise, or like it never goes really out of fashion because it's so malleable, you know. Versus like sci-fi, there is kind of like. If you get too heady and too philosophical, you're turning a lot of people away. And I think that this one leans a lot on like the the philosophical parts. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's I think like Ex Machina is a good one. I think Devs is a good one. You know, like they're definitely out there, but I think that they've become kind of more niche because people want more of like the good ones to be adapted. And in order to do those, you do kind of need to take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are others like. So Isaac Asimov, right? Isaac Asimov and Dune Herbert, two like big science fiction Frank guys. Herbert. Frank Herbert, sorry. What did I say? Dune Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got Tim, your point across. Tim Apple. Um, <laughs> like they're two of the most celebrated dudes, right? Red, Ray Bradbury as well. You know, like iRobot was Isaac Asimov's other adaptation, which was just an action flick. That was bad. It was just an action flick. You know, like, I think that there has to be a balance for adapting sci-fi. Because if you go... Matrix is coming back. 
Yeah. But I think that the thing about a movie, and I, 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 I guess movie, that this is this is the difference in the medium that I want to point out, is that when you're making a movie, you have to be concerned with entertainment and like it wrapping up, I guess. And I, I don't think Dune did that necessarily. Mm-hmm. But in a TV show, you get more time to kind of like, you know, explore and like stretch your legs a little bit. And see the world, like... But I still think that you have to make it entertaining. And I think there were moments in this show where I just wasn't entertained. Like, I was just like, oh, this is kind of a slog. Mm-hmm. I see that. It was It was a lot. And it was... I I think I told you while we were watching, I'm like, I don't understand the thing they're saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that wasn't even that confusing. That was just like, oh, we're the greatest. We're yeah, the I mean, greatest that was the time that I said it out loud, but I was thinking about it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I know that they're talking to each other and they're having a full-on conversation, but I'm not following a thing they're saying. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with a lot of sci-fi like this. It's like explanation about like these things that you only really know if you've like read the book. Yeah. If you like read the source material because like you've like stared at it and like lived in that world for a while and your imagination kind of like fills it in. For yeah. You. Like did a lot of the work for you to understand. Whereas this is just like talk, 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 talk. But the thing about it is that it's, it's very possible to do. And I think game of Thrones is one of those that like show that you can be that like intricate and be entertaining at the same time. And I don't think that this one really gets there, you know? Like, there are moments where, like, I'm entertained because this is interesting, but it's essentially just, like, a fucking law drama at some point. Like, the th- a third of this show is just, like, a legal proceeding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, not, and, and I think the legal proceedings in, in kind of fantasy and sci-fi shit can be very entertaining. And, like, even the iRobot scene where, like, I am not a robot or whatever. You know what I mean? When, like, they inter- interrogate him, like... That kind of shit is fun, but I don't remember that movie all that well. Really? You know, I Robot with Will Smith. Yeah, I don't, the only thing I remember is Richard? that he wore leather leather chucks, and I'm like, "Ooh, I want some leather chucks," mm. and I went and got leather chucks after that. There's a robot that killed somebody, and he's interrogating the guy who supposedly killed him, and he's like, "I did not kill him," or whatever. Like he has emotions. It's like some Blade Runner shit. Yeah, but like I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't. I wasn't really that captain and i love lane price you know lane price from mad men mad men the english dude but i don't know it was fun at times but also kind of a slog and ultimately it was just like okay the pilot at least i'm curious to see how it goes but i don't know i i I feel like they spent too much time kind of like setting this up or yeah like they needed there needed to be a little bit more intrigue or tension in the first episode and i think like the main character is like this girl right from this like religious planet right who's like this math genius but i don't know they just didn't do much work to make us like her at all to make us interested in her even when she was like doing her her math thing like they like cut away when she was doing her math thing yeah you know and i'm just like oh well the one thing she's good at the one thing we're supposed to root for her to do is to try and solve this thing and like we didn't even really 
You know, she didn't even get to beautiful mind it. Yeah. She really didn't. It was just kind of like off screen. Yeah. For the most part. Or just <laughs> like kind of wanted... like, oh, like, oh, faces. Like, yeah, ooh, I, I, I figured this out. I Where's think. the chalk and yeah. the, the board? In the clear Where's Andrew mirror? Garfield writing on the glass? Like, yeah. The formula, you know? <laughs> I wanted some of that. Yeah. Definitely. Like, make, make me want to root for this person. Right. What would you rate this? I'd rate this a 3.5. I, I think also it's good to like it. I don't think that it looks cheap, actually. I think it looks pretty good. I mean, the darker I think parts. Sometimes. The darker parts look kind of cheap. The tower, like, I think, looked cheap. Like, all right. No, see, I actually like that. That's when I was captivated. When I was watching the tower, when I was watching the space it, travel, when I was but watching. But like when you see it from away, like the cityscape looks fake. I mean, well, obviously. <laughs> But like cheap, like it, it looks. Cheap. That didn't look cheap. The, the the cheapness to me looked like when they framed the actors and oh, also the ADR. Like that shit was weird. It was dude. distracting. Homeboy from uh, I don't know his name. Alf- from... Alfred Enoch. He, you know, he sounded Enoch? like way far away. Yeah, and like just off. He sounded dubbed over. Yeah, like I'm like, is he not speaking English right now? But I don't know. I was interested in like the look of the world but i wasn't like captivated mm-hmm. i was just kind of like oh okay like that's a there's an elevator i guess like there's an elevator out of this planet that's 14 like, hours long that i thought was the coolest part where it's just like you can get to a space station through basically like an elevator through like the disney like elevator the, thing from the california adventure disneyland thing oh. you know what i mean um i think i'd go 2.83 like a three for sure. Like oh, it's it's not bad, but it's not. I wasn't like I don't know. I think for a first episode, it was like hard. It was it was it was kind of like it was too dense for yeah. sure. But I want to keep watching it though. Like I think it, it looks like maybe the hardest part was getting through that first episode, and now we can really explore the world and see what's like what the story is actually about which okay. is like them creating like this foundation Avoiding of like centralized right. information for humanity yeah uh i think this one gets canceled honestly yeah i think it's too expensive and i don't think like I, we, we even saw it kind of buried in their algorithm like they didn't even really promote it like that it was only like the week that it was out and then People talked about Lee Pace for a day and how hot he is, and that was it. Yeah. I think it's going to get canceled first season. Yeah. I I also just don't envision it going on for very long. Like, it's just, I don't think audiences care that much about it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want it to go on for, like, four seasons seasons or whatever, you know? Like, I want it to be a short thing about a crisis. Limited series or something, you know? I mean, I guess it could go on. I, 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 the thing that's interesting is kind of like, oh, well, what are the implications of this world? Like, I guess I'm interested in that. But overall, I think it was fine. And I don't know if it has all the support that it needs to succeed. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about the show? I mean, I'm going to keep watching. But I'm going to say it's also canceled probably, like a season. Yeah. You know who isn't canceled and is gorgeous? Lee Pace. Yeah. I mean, this whole episode is dedicated to Lee Pace and his, how hot he is. 
Yeah, the foundation of this. Oops. All right. We're signing <laughs> off. Peace. Bye. Peace. Thanks for listening. Love you.